Hey guys, hope you guys are doing well, and hope you guys are having a great day. Today is part two of the prayer series. I don't know if you guys remember, but in part one, we talked about how Jesus believed that prayer worked. Today, we're going to talk about how Jesus praying did not make him passive. For some reason, maybe we assume a virtue of spirituality. We have been led to believe that once we pray, we don't have to do anything. We think that devotion to God and human responsibility are mutually exclusive. Not so. Jesus was never passive, even though he prayed long and often, and neither we sh should we be. There was a story about a minister nearing retirement and how he purchased a small abandoned farm outside town. The house was in dire need of maintenance. The windows were broken, the paint, the paint peeled from the scorching summer sun, the roof leaked, the porch had a series of potholes, weeds were plentiful, debris and filter dotted the landscape. The fence was all but gone. On his weekly day off, the minister worked on the farm. He was diligent. He did a little here, a little there, an amazingly short period of time, this once dilapidated farm became a showpiece. Friends and townspeople were impressed with the minister's work. One day, the minister's neighbor from town came to visit the country cottage. The odd city dweller gawked at the garden growing out back. The newly restored house and barn and the beautiful landscape of the farm. He said, you and the Lord really did a marvelous work here. The minister looked up from his workbench where he was building garden benches. He wiped the perspiration from his eyes. He thought for a moment and then replied, Yeah, but you should have seen it when the Lord had it all to himself. There's three things I want to talk about today, and the first one is Jesus does not separate faith from action. Jesus prayed and he healed. He believed and he acted. He preached and he lived. The second thing is Jesus warns against inactivity and passivity. The best example is found in his teachings about the final judgment in Matthew chapter 25 verses 31 through 46. Using the strongest possible term, Jesus rejects a spirituality that is unconcerned about the tangible needs of the people around us. People matter to God and their needs are important to God. As God's hands and feet in the world, he demands and expects us to pray for and minister to those people. To fail to do so damages the reputation of God in the world. As the old saying goes, we should pray as though it all depended on God, act as though it all depended on us. Isn't that what James, the brother of Jesus, commended? Show me your faith without works, and I will show you faith from my works. James chapter 2 verse 18. And the third thing that is the third thing is because of what God has done for us, his action should compel and motivate us to act. Yes, we should pray, but we should also act. In the words of John Wesley, he says, Do all the good you can by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. Like Jesus, we should pray though it all depended on God, but act responsibly and obediently as though it all depended on us. Well, today we learned that praying did not make Jesus 
past it and that we should act after we pray well that's part two of the series hope you guys enjoyed it sooner or later i will record part three have a great day